episode number one of the first ever uh, Team Anaconda podcast. Um, brand new thing. Going to see how it goes. Got to yeah. see uh, <laughs> how we go. You're with um, Mike and Brent. Um, Brent, oh, how are you, mate? Yeah, good. Yeah, very well. Yeah, jumping on. So we'll kind of have a bit of a quick chat as to what this is. And to be honest, we're kind of figuring it out as we go anyway. Yeah, definitely. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, like the, the Team Anaconda thing comes from our jiu-jitsu academy that we both train at um brent's a blue belt i'm a purple belt which means i outrank him yeah, no, and yeah. so uh <laughs> and uh so we we know who the number one yeah. podcaster is here yes, and all that mate i only started what five years before no not yeah, that many years but right. a few years before yeah should be should be well ahead uh well further ahead than i am but yeah. uh you know, it is what it is, um, mate. So, anyway, we both trained there. We thought it's a decent little banner to start a podcast under. Um, by no means does that mean we're just going to talk jiu-jitsu because I've heard a lot of jiu-jitsu podcasts and yeah. some of them have got some good stuff on them, but uh, mm. you can only talk so much jiu-jitsu. Yeah, and for the people, then the listeners that don't really know the jiu-jitsu game, it gets a little bit boring. Yeah. A few people probably zone out fairly quickly if that's all we're talking about the other thing is like imagine like a, in a tutorial type thing you're trying to um explain something you really need that visual in jujitsu because it's oh, sure yeah what, what is it like um involuntary yoga but <laughs> <Yeah>. it <laughs> yeah. like getting um the human pretzels is yeah. just like you know limbs getting tangled up yeah. everywhere and trying to explain the art of that without like a video medium. Well, that's what we were saying last time. Like we're we're talking about all this stuff with jujitsu, and like yeah, do jujitsu after we're uh, explaining all the things that's going wrong. And yeah, all the, <laughs> and all the injuries. Yeah, all the, the tough times that we're going through. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny though. It's like you notice that most injuries, like in any contact sport, mm. like you said, a lot of your your injuries came from mm. footy. So yeah. we, if for anyone who wants to get a bit of background I did my other podcast um, it's on YouTube called the uh, Project One podcast with Brent a couple of weeks ago so yeah it would have been about two or three weeks ago yeah, yeah. so um, back by popular demand yeah that's right <laughs> we thought we'd uh, just come back and um, just have a chat in yeah. general and see we can just talk about whatever's going on yeah, but yeah. Um, no that was good we talked a lot about your injury and mm. you're coming back off one now yeah, and yeah. just getting back into into training now yeah slow and steady I, uh, I come back for the first time the other night and um, still a little bit sore, so I'm just going to keep it as drilling and won't get back into the full contact stuff just yet, but um, we'll get there. Yeah, we can't help ourselves, can we? Like, No. I'm the same. I've been um, just had stitches taken out of my mm. face, and as soon as I had them taken out, I was mm. back rolling and yeah. had um, one of our teammates throw me the other day, and like I'm clutching at the ribs again, <laughs> but... Yeah. wouldn't stop well, that's, too, too that's, much fun yeah I know well, even like um, the young fella Liam hurt his back yeah. he yeah. thought he thought he'd done some ribs but it ended up being his back I was talking to him today and he just I was like have a break dude like just chill he's like I'm just addicted well he is and yeah. he's like the, the amount of classes he's put up like so we'll, we'll make yeah, no apologies yeah. we'll We'll probably be mentioning some of our teammates as they're probably going to be some of the ones actually listening to yeah. this um, but I'm, I'm hoping there's a bit of something for everyone as we mm. go along but yeah Liam's been putting in uh the yards yeah, and definitely he's hurt himself and he's actually kind of been forced to take a break um, yeah hopefully you know good good recovery can yeah. come back and well, I've got maybe him. understand the limits a little bit yeah well i spoke to him today and he's going to see my physio on tuesday so yeah you rate your physio you i've, yeah, I've heard you talk him up a fair bit yeah. um so there's two that i see him, mel and andrew 
and uh, I like I sent Andy there as well. My dad goes there. I go there. So so yeah. Yeah right. Go through waiting gold. And where where are those guys? Uh, Physio Connects at uh, okay. Wild. Right. So or Wadalba. So they're um yeah they do a lot of NRL stuff and a lot yeah, of okay. a lot of so like she's the Mel who I see is the she was a Warriors women's NRL physio right. this year. She was the Blues physio last year uh, for the women. So she's um yeah wealth of knowledge. And then Andrew um yeah, he's dealt with me and Jamie and then all my, a few of my mates as well. So. Send just send it, send it, everyone there. there. Like I said, you're looking for a commission from them yeah, soon. Yeah, I'll, I'll wait for a, fee for a free physio. <laughs> I spent enough money there. Well, it's like a coffee place. Yeah. Introduce your fifth person, yeah, get your yeah. sixth session for real. So, I mean, they'd be worth it. <laughs> um, talked about how they've done a bit of the footy. Would you? Like, footy season's all wrapped up now. It's, um, yeah, it's a bit. Um, I was I was sitting down the other day. Like you kind of don't know what to do with yourself when you don't have footy on like Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays. Like. You kind of just feel like you're you're walking around the house going, what do I do? Like, because like last year I didn't like I watched a fair bit of footy, but like I didn't really sit down and watch every game. And this year, like oh, I didn't miss a game at all. Like I didn't obviously through COVID and stuff. Like it, um, yeah, there was it's all that was really on. So I, yeah. I, I didn't miss a didn't I, miss a minute this year. I don't think. I remember when the the COVID bubble, mm. like the thing started, mm. like we're around two of the. NRL mm. and there was all this talk that it was going to shut down and I was like oh don't shut down no, because no. we're all stuck at home anyway yeah, like just don't take don't take my footy away no, as well because yeah. I, mean, I can't do anything else you're taking away the jiu-jitsu because yeah. we're not allowed outside no, no. so you can't take the footy away yeah. as well and yeah they did they didn't take the good thing was it wasn't gone for that long no. and um, it came back got some some bizarre sounds going on in the background, but we'll just uh, <laughs> yeah, don't mind we'll, that. we'll just carry on. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was how how did you handle the time? Like, how did you handle right. the time of not being able to? Well, it was like, kind of it was it was frustrating because like I just got pretty pretty fit for preseason, and I was like everything was going well. I was like pretty fit, and then obviously I was getting right back into jiu-jitsu Like as I was saying, like I had a bit of a break for a while, and then. I was finally getting back in the swing of it, and I was going like three, three or four times a week, and then I was like, yeah, sweet, running all the time with footy and whatnot, and then, yeah, then it just comes to a stop, and then I was kind of lucky that um, as it started kicking off, like, a few of my mates um, had a bit of gym equipment, and then, like, me and Dad got our hands on a fair few gym things, so we set up our own little gym in the in the garage, so me and him were just kind of having a vlog session in the garage, and then... Um, but even then, like, it kind of got to the point where it's like, okay, well, you're not allowed to visit anyone's houses, and then I was just doing stuff at home by myself. I was going to say, I might uh, be a little bit weary on how I say that. What were you, what were you having in the in the, in the gym? Session. Having a bit of a vlog <laughs> session. But, um, oh, we, I, I don't know if we grew up with different yeah. terminologies, but... <laughs> Well, there's a few words for flogging, so there's, uh, there's a few many, sorry. We had some hard workouts in, did, the, yeah. in, in, the, in the home yeah, gym. it was very hot and sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> not, not making my case any better. Than <laughs> um, I, um, I found I was running. Like, I, I hate running, yeah. but I was doing 5Ks. Yeah, I yeah. did a couple of 10Ks. Yeah. And I, I, it's just, it's never been my thing. I'm actually yeah. now, in summer, I'm trying to do... What's the, worst, what's the worst time to start running? Yeah, well, look, I'm I'm not too worried about it because it's not like I'm not used to working yeah, out yeah. in the heat. Yeah, you know no, what I mean. mean yeah. Like, and when when you do what we do, and you're just wrestling. Yeah, no, like I love like like as much as it sucks, I love going into the gym when it's yeah. like a super hot day. Yeah, and good. Like you're sweating your ass off, like yeah, um, and you just got to grind. 
the grips yeah. go to shit though. Oh, yeah. they? Trying good. to trying to control a, a wrist mm. in the in it oh. makes it makes it difficult. Yeah. <laughs> I went to um I went to like Ben's gi class yeah, last yeah. night. And um the guy I really love gi, but I mm. train very little of it. Like I've only been getting the one session because mm. there's only there's two sessions in a week. More than me. Well <laughs> yeah. Well look I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna make my way back with I feel like I need to make a case for it. No, I wanna yeah. I'll, talk about something else in regards to geese and something in a second but I was um, I'd gotten into and because I don't I'm so used to training no gi mm. I'm like I had one moment where I was trying to lock up um, a, a Kimura trap mm. and I've I've gone to control the arms and I keep going for the wrist and I can't get yeah. it I'm like there's a bloody sleeve yeah, right there <laughs> just hold it yeah, like, and, like it took me ages and I'm just I even like halfway through the run mm. I'm like we're wearing a gi, yeah, grab no, it. Yeah. And so I did. That. I had the same thing last time I trained gi, and it was the same thing. And I was like, um, yeah, I was like in mount or controlling, like inside control or something. And then I was like, what am I doing? Like, I was like, I just grab hold of a lapel here, like grab hold of the collar, and I'm I'm set. Yeah. So and even like well, me and Chris earlier were talking about what we're gonna teach um, once um, you and um, um and Ben, ben go off, away, yeah. yeah. So then um. Yeah, we were talking about stuff, and then I was like, oh, I might run through some, like, um, bar stuff and, like, some Kimura stuff from side control, and I was like, oh, wait, in the gi, I was like, oh, and then all the things started coming back to me, I was like, remembering this and remembering that, and I was like, yeah, like, because obviously we started off training gi all the time, like, where it was only, it was like a rarity for us to do no gi, mm. and then now it's all, it's a rarity for some of us to do gi. Well, it's just the, like, for me, it's all, like, I, I actually really enjoy, I enjoy both, always have. Yeah, it's, so, it's yeah. a lot harder yeah. to do the gi in the summer. Oh, for sure. And this is why, I remember for a mm. while there, we were doing no gi, no gi summer, summer, but yeah. because it's only just two sessions, summer, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. we'd have, it was getting so hot, so we'd kind of put the gi away yeah. for a while, it's and then. like what the kids do, like, where they just yeah. do, like, no gi tops in. Uh, yeah, exactly right. But, yeah. um, we'd do that, but now, like, my, my problem was, I, because I don't do Tuesday nights, because yeah. I've had my footy podcast all through yeah. the, yeah. all through the year, so I'm, um, yeah, like I'm, I've only been doing kind of one mm. session a week, and I hadn't, I hadn't been doing rolling, I'd been doing a lot of technique, yeah. and started doing technique with Ben and stuff, and then went to roll last night, and I was just like, it's I'd a different game, eh? Forgotten, so I couldn't believe how mm. much different it was, and yeah. it's just like, because I think I'd improved as a, in the no gear, yeah, and then you just come out and go, oh wow, there's there's a bunch game. of different yeah. options as yeah. well, and like, crazy. Yeah, I ended up almost getting um, like a collar choke put on me, mm. and I was just like, because <laughs> you just oh, forget, eh? Like, that's right. You can just, yeah. yeah, yeah. But the other thing I was gonna say, like, remember this this time of the year, like you'd come in after Christmas, and everyone had come in with a new gear. Oh yeah, it was always yeah. new gear time because <laughs> yeah, yeah. that was what people were getting yeah. excited about. Yeah, that's like we come to one Christmas, and I was like, oh, like Jamie's family's all gonna do one for Christmas. I'm like, ah, oh, just get me a gift card for like a. For a gay or something. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And that was what it was like. Everyone had just... You'd watch everyone walk in with the shiny yeah. new yeah, geese. Yeah. <laughs> you can't miss them. And Merry Christmas. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't... I think most people are just happy with the geese they've got now. They're mm. like, oh, these have done the yards unless yeah. they're... Yeah. Getting ripped up. Like, yeah. Um, and they're, they're pretty sturdy. Like, they last a while. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. As long as you don't leave them in your bag, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing worse. No. Nothing worse than going, like, on a day... Like, some of the days we've had recently... Mm. Forgetting that you geese in your bag and and yeah, trying to open it up. Even the next morning, you open it up yep. and you're like, "Oh, should have put that in the wash last night." Even worse if you leave it over a week. Oh or yeah, something. yeah. Oh. Or it just sits in the bottom of the washing pile and then oh. you're like, oh, "I need my geese tomorrow." And then you go to wash and you're like, "Oh, this needs like a double wash." <laughs> <laughs>
especially, <laughs> especially in summer when you so because like I sweat as it is, like let alone putting like a two kilo paper bag on. So yeah, just mate, oh, steamy. No, not wrong, Jesus. Mm. I mean, we're all we all sweat in the gym, but there's some that's oh, yeah. uh, there's some that leave a bit more of a puddle. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's true. But it's uh, yeah. you know, we smack. We, do it all the time. We'll move on a couple of other things. Let's yeah. talk. Um, let's talk. We'll back. We'll talk a bit more footy because yeah. footy had uh, some differences. Like we had Origin at the end of the year this yeah. year. I'll be honest. I, I hope that never needs to happen again. Nah, I, I wasn't a big fan. Like it's because you kind of once a, like I think we're just so set in like once a grand final finishes, we're kind of just used to switching off, and we know that there's no more footy. And then for it to then wait a few weeks and go into Origin, like. And then a few, obviously a few guys missing out, like Ponga and that for Queensland. Like obviously they're just opting out surgery at the end of the year because they want to be sweet for next year. Yeah, and that's it. A few players like, and obviously they break through the middle and then they're being in a bubble. Like it was still a good intensity football. Oh, like, I enjoyed um, the footy. Yeah, but, but it's um yeah. I think after watching all that footy and then you just kind of mentally over. And it's a point. It's interesting, eh? Because there's a big argument on the international game and, and yeah. the relevance of it. And I'm starting to wonder if it suffers a little bit more from the fact that it's played at the end of the year. Hmm. Do you know yeah, what I mean? That's what they were saying. They said that like whoever's a couple of like footy stuff that I've been listening to, um, they were like saying they reckon have like just everyone has like four weeks off in the middle of the year, and then you have like international rounds, you have origin rounds. And then it gives like the middle of the season a break, so obviously the people aren't playing rep as well. They're having a bit of a potty break, and then um, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like, and games feel like like how good were some of those you know Tonga games? Well, you see, the, like last the... year when they had like uh, Tonga and Samoa in Penrith, it was packed. Yeah, like there was like and obviously how big our Polynesian culture is in Australia, um, like yeah, having having games like that in Australia, like it's huge. And um, yeah, I think that there definitely needs to be more of it. And I think that's yeah, probably a thing where it kind of just gets pushed to the back of the back of the year, and people kind of just tend to forget about yeah, it's happening. Well, once the grand finals played, it's usually pretty warm by yeah. you know September October. Mm. We're getting yeah, right. to a different season, and I mean, yeah. I I turn off sport a little bit, like yeah. not I still like the UFCs all year round, oh, yeah, so yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. And can like, I, don't, I don't watch cricket or anything, so no, I'm not a cricket no. guy either, which is like sacrilege in my family because yeah. they're all cricketers <laughs> yeah. um, but I'm not, like, I'm not big on it I, what's funny though is I can actually sit and watch it as a background sport yeah. like if I'm sitting around like this having a chat I'll kind it's of, on yeah, yeah I'll, but same, I'll watch yeah. and I'll yeah. actually enjoy it But mm. I like watching like T20s and stuff like yeah. the big bashes but any like one days and um, and like test cricket is too boring I don't think enough action I don't think I've ever sat down just just to watch a game of cricket it's no, always I've only ever I've only sat down to watch like Big Bash and that was because one of my mates made Big Bash yeah, a couple okay. years ago yeah okay and um, so I was just watching his games yeah like, right yeah other than that I, haven't, I don't really I was, watch it. I was like that with The Voice oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I watch The Voice yeah I see yeah. I, look I I don't generally watch um, I can't I've got a little bit of an issue with like the singing competitions yeah. and stuff because they just come out and sing everyone else's songs. Yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. a sing along, like yeah. and from a guy who you know wrote a bunch of original yeah. music. and not that my music was anything yeah, flying still, off, yeah. but you know, do you know what I mean? You, pre- you appreciate the effort that goes into it. And what I have seen is a bunch of people who have got some awesome stuff. That yeah. I'm not getting any breakthroughs mm. anywhere. We see, like, once they come, this to is the, our music industry. Yeah, once it comes to the end, and they've got to write their own stuff. It kind of shows you who, who's got it and who doesn't. 
and there's not many that no. do much. Yeah. They kind of have their little flash in the yeah. pan, and then, and then that's it. And that's it because yeah. they're either because no one buys it when other people are writing for them either. No. Because yeah. that's something about music is like you got to you the person who's singing it. You kind of almost want to believe that they're the ones that wrote it and that yeah, actually means something and, yeah, to and then, them. Like you hear, yeah, you hear a song that's his popular. Like, oh no, that was written by someone else or blah blah. And you're like, oh. Well, that's shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad they uh, they showed their passion for yeah, someone else's right. story. Yeah. I mean, like... yeah, because like that's what it's all about. Like you're so you're so engaged with like the yeah the story of the song, and then yeah, it's not even not even their stuff. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I, that's so yeah. That bothered. but that was like I said with um cricket. I'm, I I love when someone goes, oh, come over, we'll put the cricket on, yeah. and like you have a barbecue. Yeah, like, yeah. So you're in and out of the house. Yeah. You're like. Doing the barbecue, mm. your crickets on the back, and go and sit yeah. down, watch five minutes of yeah. it, and then yeah. yeah but the voice, I uh, I watched my friend get eliminated in her first battle. Oh, really? And uh, I was like, yeah, and that's enough of the voice. Yeah. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, we were um, what else? We were saying that like what I was the point I was making is that I switch off kind of sport mm. and start doing outdoor stuff. Yeah. Like when yeah. when the weather's nice and. You got the extra daylight hours yeah. with daylight yeah. saving, yeah. you know. I'm going to work, go down to the beach for a while. Yeah. Like the sport doesn't seem to have as much mm. merit to it, but in the middle of winter, yeah. you're not, you know, it's not yeah, as well, nice like, to get out. You kind of it's easy to watch the footy, or even, yeah, I know. Even like even during the week, like I um like I usually play touch during the during the week, and then like this year Charlotte played touch, so like there goes one, like there's a couple of hours one night, and then if I was to play, there's a couple of hours another night, and then um. Obviously, it's never just sit there and play touch. It's always like have a forty-minute conversation afterwards with your mates and yeah. whatnot. And it gives it gives Jamie the shit sometimes because I'm just too social. Too social. <laughs> well, that's what I'm like at jujitsu. Yeah, like it's you, just... yeah, like I'm going, and then it's like half an hour later, you're still sitting there talking to the same person. I've, Chris and Chris is trying to kick us out by the end because they've got to clean up and well, pack thought, up. Yeah, and... we were saying that the other day, and like yeah, we have a coaches chat, so. We have a background, Mikey teaches at um at Team Anaconda now, and then I'm about to get my foot into teaching as well. And we're kind of saying when um when it comes to the eight thirty mark, there needs to be like a last drinks call. Where, um, <laughs> Ring a bell. To, everyone needs to stop um stop rolling because um yeah we've got to clean up the mats and you got to yeah finish it finish packing up and whatnot, and everyone just wants to have a chat and it's good like it, it's a it's a good environment, but sometimes um. People have got things to do. <laughs> well, Chris has got like Chris, Chris is doing this every night, do, yeah. and like he's still got to clean up. Yeah, and, like, clean and up you know what? Like, he can be yeah. he can be just as bad though. He doesn't mind a chat yeah, as yeah, well and yeah. loves a role. So yeah, yeah. I think you know, but it's one of those things you not not pack up because yeah, Carrie's sitting behind the counter. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. She's sitting there waiting for, <laughs> for us all finish. <laughs> we we'll, we'll walk up to the front and we're just having a chat. It's like yeah. need to need some chairs or something outside. Yeah, <laughs> just kick his out. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Find somewhere else. Chat. Yeah, no, it's all good. So yeah, yeah you're you're about to uh, dip your foot in. Like I've I've only been coaching for I think I've done five weeks now, and yeah. I've got one more in this current series that I'm doing. Yeah. Um, and then then it's uh, I think there's a week to go with grading and mm. then um, break for the year. But yeah. teaching, yeah. mate, I love it. You love it's, it, yeah. It's you go in a bit nervous, mm. but you go in going. I've got to know. I've got to know. It makes your, that's what I was saying, like it kind of makes your, it'll make your game a lot better because you've got to think about everything. Yeah. And like even, even from like once I kind of put my hand up and we're talking about it, like, you know, you start watching more, um, you start watching more videos and you start thinking about of old techniques that you've been doing and like what you are confident enough to, to teach and all that kind of stuff. So it's, um, 
it's a different side of the game that obviously well, you see all the all the high level guys that they're all teachers as well and like how much um like how, how good Chris's game is and yeah you know. but yeah because you, yeah like you said you don't want to well one you don't want to go and go oh no I stuffed this up oh yeah. wait let's stop let's oh wait no let's have a look at them yeah and you got to be you want to go in sure and confident yeah. and throwing yeah. and it's you it mate my the other thing I've found is everything I've been trying to teach and I start mm. trying to roll with it. But I've just been showing everyone this stuff so they know exactly what I'm yeah. going for. And I'm like, I've got to try and make this yeah. work anyway. And that's like, what like, um, there's been a few times that like I've talked to Chris about it and he's like, yeah, I'll show you things but I know what the, the next thing is. So like, I'm setting you as a trap and teaching you something which I know the next the next move for. <laughs> yeah. So, because yeah. obviously, you, see, you know what it's like, we roll oh, we'll, we'll go into class and we'll learn something and that's just the focus that you're trying to get on every role and it's like, you see people get it and then it's like, yeah, yeah I've got that. I just got that move that I've been trying to, trying to learn for the last hour and a half. Well, so. I had one moment and this like is my favourite so far is um, Damien, like during mm. the, um, the, um, the No Gi Poker Day. Yeah. Um, he did uh, the alternate entry to the Anaconda Choke and, yeah. have, and he just did it step by step perfect mm. the way I'd showed everyone. Yeah, yeah. And that was the best. That was the best feeling watching mm. him just do And I reckon Chris must Chris must feel like that all the time yeah, that's in competition. Yeah, like well, watching you guys pull off all these things mm. that he's been running you through yeah. and setting your traps. That mm. must just be so rewarding for a long time yeah. coach. Well, that's what I was saying like on the last podcast. Like just showing Jakey that armbar switch into that and he got it three times in a row. Like and I'm like, that's hectic. Like it's, um yeah. But like I've been coaching like kids at rugby for like the last two years and then like, yeah, you just get um, you just get addicted to to helping people. I suppose that's it. Yeah. That's that's what I think it is. It's like mm. bringing people up and yeah. like kind of fostering that sense of achievement. Mm. It's why I'm like I'm a teacher by trade, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. And I look, I I find coaching sport and physical activities mm. actually even more rewarding, especially yeah. stuff that people I can see using. Mm. Yeah. And I do see other people like see some of the stuff I do with kids. They like they're doing their mathematics and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. And that's great, and watching them actually have moments where the light bulb goes mm. off and they learn it, and then when they, but you, you you really get to see them go out and start using it, other than in the school environment. Yeah, and you know you know it comes, but yeah. you don't get to get that payoff like yeah, you do. Like yeah. if you're like, coaching yeah. the footy side, yeah. and your play works, and they do yeah. something that you've yeah. shown them how to hit that right gap or yeah. something, yeah. then you like showed them how to mm. do that. How yeah, well, it, like from. It was like, I kind of just got thrown in the deep end with the coach and it was like, oh yeah, like, we're just going to bring Charlotte into rugby and then we'll like, see how she goes. And then it was like, oh, we've got no coach. And then like, oh, Jamie, you can coach. And then she hurt her leg. So then I was like, oh, and I was like, no, I'm not coaching. Like, no, I'm not getting into it. Like, that's, like, I was even nervous about it. Then I just kind of took over and then it kind of got to the point where like, oh, I was just doing everything. Like, and Jamie kind of just took a, a back seat and like, she would help you out like here and there, but then it comes to the next year and I was like yeah I'll do it again and then like they got a new rule change thrown in halfway through the year and that was like just after COVID came back I got oh yeah we're changing the rule by the way and you're going to be like the um the test dummies for um for the rule what age group is this seven seven and they're doing rule changes at yeah sevens. so they've changed halfway like, through a season yeah <laughs> right so, so the they sixes and sevens uh yeah six and sevens is all two-handed touch and then but it was just like kind of like touch footy where you just like you tap the ball and you pass it to someone else and that was the end of it then they've changed it now so they wanted to try this new rule where once they got tagged as if you would in rugby you would go to the ground put the ball back 
and then have a halfback and then you'd pass the ball off. And then they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to try this. And then they're like, oh, yeah, we're starting it next week. Is that all right? And then I get to training on the Thursday and then there's like three kids there. So I'm like, well, you three, how to do it. <laughs> and then I got to the weekend, so I'm like doing the warm-up, trying to teach them how, this, how to do this. And it worked out well. Like, you know, what, you know what, they, what they should do is when you get that two-hand touch is get mm. them to place the ball and roll it back with their But then I went from, uh, so I went from rugby and then all of them wanted to come play touch. Then I had to teach, teach them how, them how to play the ball. How to play the ball. <laughs> they're like, they got tagged and they're like ready to go to the ground. I'm like, no, no, you got to stand up and do this. And I had to show them and then, yeah, they got it in the end. Like, it's, yeah, it's funny watching kids' little brains work. Yeah. But yeah, that was like, there's like a couple of kids that uh, were like pretty difficult to deal with, like with behavior problems and stuff, and just didn't want to come in and like they'd have meltdowns at the start of the game. And there was like a few shy kids and whatnot. And the biggest thing that I loved was like just me putting in that little bit of effort to help them. And then watching them this year and how much they've improved and like the parents like coming up to me afterwards and like just saying like thank you so much like it was one of the kids who like very like Charlotte's best friends with him now Ollie and he was like he was real nervous at the start and then like I'd literally just pick him up and take him out there and I'd just like just have him on my arm and then like just let him run and then when he was ready like he would just go and do his own thing and then this year he's like just a whole new person and then like after this like just little stuff like that is like super rewarding. So yeah, I think that's where it's kind of like sparked my, my interest in coaching and all that kind of stuff. There's yeah. something so good, especially with kids, yeah. like in that social aspect. Mm. Like, mate, I'll be honest. I reckon it's everywhere. I don't think it's just kids. I reckon no. having that team atmosphere anywhere mm. yeah, for sure. is good for anyone. Like mm. how good is it when if you're, I don't care what level it is, if mm. you're playing footy in a team yeah. when you're, yeah. like I haven't, mate, I haven't played in, what is it, I'm 39 and mm. I don't think I've played since I was 23 or something. Yeah. So, yeah. but there's nothing like it. Yeah, like, can't beat it. Taking a win. It's like, but I've, I get the same thing with jiu-jitsu. You oh, know, yeah, when we so go out and you see your mates do well out in the mats yeah. and even when you're doing well inside, mm. like in the in your own gym when you're yeah. doing it because like, it's not like, you know, when you have a rugby season, you're out mm. playing every week. Your yeah. competitions come along every yeah. couple yeah, of months, couple months yeah. and at the moment, not mm, at all. Not, but, yeah. um, well, even like, uh, you look at Bobby, like um, yeah, like stuff, he's yeah. um he's been doing all that other stuff on online and doing all the competitions and that and then like going into other gyms and killing it like and yeah even just seeing your mates do that kind of stuff yeah, it's, it's it's huge awesome. yeah. it's huge yeah. seeing them like get these big wins on their belt like yeah. I know Bobby's officially a blue belt but we know that's he's nearly a brown belt I'd say he's sandbagging but he's not because he's taken on purple belts and brown yeah. belts yeah yeah. So, so he's kind of sandbagging. Yeah. They, they if might it, not if think it gets he's that a, much. But... If it gets to a, if it gets to an IBJJ competition, he's sandbagging. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, but we were, um, we we're actually just, just talking to him about his grading, and every time he's it comes to a point where he grades, he goes and finds another gym so he doesn't yeah. have to grade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Whereas, he doesn't. Tra- he doesn't train. Reg- oh, he does train regularly, but he's always yeah. bouncing between gyms. Like. He's all over the place, but he's. Uh, but yeah. I, it'll, I think it'll just take like a. A coach to go, nah, here you go. They just throw it at him. Here you go. We're talking about that. The yeah. um, We're talking about that with Chris about the best way to do a grading system. Mm. Like at the moment, we've there's minimum requirements yeah. and you throw like, and there's stripes and stuff. And he goes, mm. but likes the idea of, you know, not 
not worrying about any of that. And like they did in the old mm. days, like they yeah, grade like, you yeah. through white belt, like stripes through yeah. white belt, and, and they just that, throw you a blue when you're yeah. done, throw you a purple yeah. when they think you're at that yeah. level. Well, that's like how like Tenth Planet and stuff do it. I'm pretty sure. I think like they've they just like you just get given a belt once you once you, they think you're ready for a belt. But like back, that's where like it goes back to the day where you come in and then it's like okay, you're getting graded today and you don't know about it. And then there's like thirty monsters lined up and you got to roll for two hours, prove your prove your worth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I look, I wouldn't <laughs> maybe not two hours, but I know that know yeah, that I, feeling I when you get shark yeah. tanks and yeah. you just like. Remember we used to do it before oh. competitions, like you'd come before a competition and we'd um like the obviously you wouldn't do it like a couple of days before, but like a week before once you'd practice and all your. Um, or your game plan and all that kind of stuff. It's like, all right, now you just go on. You, that game plan's you don't like. Don't tell anyone what your game plan is, but you are going now six rounds or seven rounds in a row without a break, and you've got to get that game plan as much as you can. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I miss, I miss that. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I, I want to ask you something because, like, yeah. we've got. It's actually funny. We've got a bunch of new guys at mm. our gym at the moment, and they've yeah. they've been excellent, mm. but. For a long time, we had a lot of big units in mm. our gym, and they and that was like the core of our gym. Yeah, and we still, yeah. a lot of them are still there. Yeah, yeah. But I'm curious about your mentality compared mm. to like mine because mm. you're a big lad yourself. Yeah. What, do you, what are you weighing in at about this this stage? I reckon I'm nearly about 115. I reckon really. Okay. Far out. So I got to uh, just before I did my actually no, I was. Oh, so when I when I got weighed doing I did my knee surgery, I was 112. Yeah. So, so what's your, what's your ideal like? For... I want to be back at like 95. Okay, yeah, back. I want to be back under 100 because that's when like when I was competing a lot as a white belt, like I was uh, like under 97, and that was when I was like running super fit, and it's still tough versus dudes like that. They're still strong as. Well, that's what I mean. Like, cause you go um, it kind of it's kind of balls butting heads. Oh, you know what I mean? Whereas I feel hectic. like. I'm coming in and like mm. I won't say people are easy on me but yeah. like I I go in going okay mm. this person's going to have a strength advantage mm. this person's going to you know so I have to work on a like More I almost have to pace. work on being faster yeah. being you know mo- a lot of movement and that's when I so that's what I go like that's yeah. what I was talking about mentality wise yeah. when I go and wrestle someone that's that much bigger than me I need to be quick and I mm. do not want to be on the bottom like well that, even like um, doing like takedown stuff um wrestling young like smaller guys i'll shoot double legs all the time but like i can come against like a chris lilia i know that if i don't get it right he's like he's it's just on top me. and yeah, crushing yeah and I'm in, in exactly right because but i think it's coming like competition wise like as i was looking at photos probably we we're posting the group chat a while ago about all competition photos and stuff and i was looking at one of the photos when I was about 95 or 96 kilos and I was in the plus 100 club in the um, grappling industries and there was a dude that was like heaps bigger than me and I was like, oh, I've got big dudes all the time. Like it's, at first it's intimidating but like I know that I'm, like I know that I'm really strong. But that's what I mean. You're like, it's, you're going in with the mentality of look, I've got some real similar attributes to yeah. this person in yeah, front of me. Like, like mm-hmm. I go in going, all my attributes are completely different to this person. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Well, I was kind of like that with Tori. Like, he would oh, flog you. Yeah, but... But, like, that was... Uh, that, he was the only person that, like, I would... um, I would be worried that I couldn't get out of things. As well, even, like, Chris Lilia, Like, if I, if I know if I get stuck in a Kimura, I'm in super trouble. And I can't really power out of it. Because, like, there's a lot of things that I can just power out of and I'm sweet. But, like, I think that's 
even like with big guys, I know it's going to be we're the same, same. Like he might be stronger. I've got some dudes that is super strong. I've got like an Islander guy, look like he comes straight off the um, New Zealand rugby. Yeah. Side. <laughs> <laughs> he was like shredded and like he was like a white belt and like he was so athletic. And like I was like, as soon as we started wrestling, I was like, Jesus Christ, like I kind of had like the oh moment. And then I was like, no, like you're sweet. Like it's, don't need. Back his, back his skills, like, and then he just laid on me for five minutes and I lost. <laughs> but, yeah, so, yeah, no, I think it's, um, I don't know, I've always had a, uh, a strong mental game. Like, I've always been like, well, I know I can, I know I'm strong, I know I've got good technique and I don't ever, I don't try and think about losing. I always, it's always a winner's mentality. I think. Yeah, I like There's that. been times where, like, yeah, like I mean, Coming into competitions, like I was gonna, I wanted to speak on today about a few competition things, and we'll get Chris on earlier on another time talking about competitions. Yeah, stuff, for which, sure. Um, that's what Bolsey wants to yeah. talk about, but <laughs> touch on it a little bit. The I get super nervous before comps. Like it, I come across as like real confident and real like I'm like yeah, I'm gonna win. Like, but the night before, the day of, like I just shut down. Like I like shut down as in like. I'm focused and like Jamie hates it because like she knows when I've got a competition coming and I'll come the night before and I'm like I don't talk that much I'm just thinking about the roles like I'm a super visual person even with footy I'm the same with footy if I know I've got a big game or something on I kind of get real quiet and I'm just in my own own little zone and you think about obviously the negative stuff comes in like oh what if this happens and what if you catch me in this and all the all the things you shouldn't be thinking of, but then, like, you've kind of just got to flick the switch and go, well, I've got the skill, I've got the strength, I've been training for how long to do this, like, let's just go, like, and you just got to fire up and, and get into it, so, but I was saying that, I was talking to Jake the other day about it in, um, in Jiu-Jitsu, and he's like, oh, you know, I'm super keen for, um, for competition stuff, and then Bobby was there, actually, and, and he was like, I've seen it, he goes, I wouldn't want it like something along the lines of like, you're just a different person when it comes to to competition. And like, I even said to, said to him as well, it's something that turns on when I compete is where in the gym, like people people will beat me, I'll get smashed by people all the time. Like, yeah, this is what it is. But when it comes to competition, there's my jiu-jitsu just turned, there's, the intensity is, is a thousand times what it is in... A normal role, but this yeah, there's just something I said to Jake. There's something that turns on when it comes to competition, and I just flick the switch where it's just there's no losing. Yeah, like, okay. There's no like I'm I'm not coming out of here without a gold medal, or in everything, and that's the that's the mentality you got to have because it's they're trying to rip your arms off and you're trying to rip their arms off. Like you're not out there to hurt anyone, but no, but you're out there to get your to win. get your technique on, get yeah. your submission yeah. on, and yeah. like it's. Like any time, any mm. kind of, even in training, their job is to tap if they're in trouble. Yeah. Like, so yeah. If, if something, mm. and you, mate, I've seen our guys put, mm. pee, like I, I saw, uh, remember Chris had the, um, the Kimura on someone and he just, he was holding it and the guy just wasn't tapping. No, I had the same thing as well. And, and yeah, so he broke, he broke old mate's arm. Yeah. Oh. And like, I don't think he, he didn't mean it. And, like, I think he just, and there's that problem where you, you're not sure if they're not tapping, you go, oh, I mustn't have it. On no, I must, yeah. And I think as you get more experience, you go, no, no, this is on. Well, I had the same thing in, in grappling. White belt. Yeah. I had it in white belt in grappling industries. I had a Kimura as well. And the guy was like super lanky and I got him in like a, in a Kimura. And um, 
he rolled and then I rolled with him and I switched to the armbar and then he rolled again and I switched back to the Kimura and I had it like fully wound underneath him and I'm like, I'm going to break your shoulder. Like I'm just thinking to myself like, when are you going to tap? And I had it and I'm like, I was looking down at him and he's not tapping and I'm just slowly going and I'm like, I'm trying to ease it on so he doesn't, so I don't break anything. And then he's like struggling and trying to get out and then I had him locked up and then I just kept going and I kept going. I'm like, he's not going to tap. And then I kept going and I was like, okay, well, you're not going to tap. Okay. Wound it. And then he screamed and then he was out for the rest of the night. Like I said, like, dude, like, tap. You got to tap me. And like, and that's how injuries happen all the time. The ego yeah. comes in. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's like, and I got caught, like, the first submission I ever got caught in in a competition was an electric chair. And like, I just tapped early. And I was just like, yeah. Well, well, how old were you when you started? Because, you see? yeah. Oh. 20? Yeah, so pretty young. Like, I'd 21, see, maybe? Actually, I no, it would have been, been later than that. Yeah. It would have been, like, what am I, 28 now? So, no, 23, 24. So, I would have been late 20s when I even started dabbling with it in Sydney. And by yeah. the time I was up here, I would have been 32. Yeah, so yeah it would have um, been about 23, 24. Yeah. But for me, I kind of came in... I, I didn't have that super young man's mentality, yeah, that, that ego yeah. of just, I'm going to fight out of everything. Yeah, I was yeah. just like... Well, I don't want my shoulder broken, yeah. so I'm going to learn from it and I'm yeah. going to come back. But yeah. it's something that the quicker you get out of your game, yeah, like especially in training. Like I, I get, I get if you're in a big match and you, you know, want to mm. try and. But once you're caught, you're caught. And, yeah, well, that's even now. Like as soon as like someone gets me in the leg lock or something, I'm like, ah, oh, you can have it, whatever. Take it. That's it. Go for it. That's what I'm like. I, I've I've hit a couple of like heel hooks recently, yeah. and then I just go. <laughs> I'm on people they got kind of go to, to roll with it and I just go no nah, that's over yeah and, I, and let it yeah. go I go no nah, yeah. that's over let's no, start I'm again saying, yeah. and I, I'm just going yeah. Still, and, yeah there's no point like you, uh, we were saying the other day like, there's a few guys that have had a couple of little niggly injuries like not tapping in class and um, but it's just learning though it's like yeah. learning what because I'll be honest how many times when you first started were you in trouble before you knew you're in trouble. Oh yeah, and then by that time it's like it's, it's hurting before, like, and then now you know if you're in trouble and you can find a tap before it hurts. Or you force your neck out of a position that yeah. you know it's just you're basically powering your neck out of a position yeah. that Usually, you, your neck's like, not meant to go that way. No, no. Even like um, arm bars and stuff. Now, if someone's got me in like a spider web, I'll just tap before yeah. they've even got my arm extended. Yeah. Like, oh, as soon as they break that grip that you can't get out yeah, of, I'm you're like, just like, well, that's on. Yeah, it's, yeah. Chris threw it's his legs late. up into a triangle position yeah. um, the other night and I was just like, yeah, that'll do. Yeah. I'm like, this is an ending. Yeah. I'm I'm with Bolsey. I'm not yeah. like, there's. I'm, this is only ending one way. I'm going to sleep. Yeah, that's done. That's it. That's that's awesome. Well, even like, it's, it's less harmful in chokes and stuff like that if you're not tapping from a choke, but when you're tapping from a joint, Manipulation, yeah, like that's when I tap early. Well, even like I've never gone out to sleep, so it's um, which is surprising because big dudes are pretty easy to choke out because you've got so much meat around your neck. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> yes, fair enough. No. But then again, I've got the giraffe neck, which is like <laughs> made for like, yeah, there's no there's no pulling no the tucking, chin down, there's yeah. no tuck it, it's yeah. just like, oh, we still got four inches of neck yeah. to, to grab. Yeah. No, so I guess it, it takes all different shapes and so and that's what yeah. I love about jiu-jitsu. Yeah, Everyone's game's different yeah. for body shape as well. So it's yeah. not just like, like if you're a sprinter, mm. your main advantage is going to be your big tall yeah. guy who yeah. once they get going, they just kind of run down. On yeah. The Even yeah. I've, and I've seen, like one of my mates was a top 10 sprinter in mm. Australia. Yeah. But he's, he's shorter than me. Mm. Like he's probably, I don't know, Five nine, five mm. ten, um, and he 
out of the blocks, he was mm. fine, but he'd get run down by yeah. like the real the lanky guys, guys yeah. all the time. And yeah. this is just in Australia, not to mention like yeah, worldwide, all yeah. the um, you know, the African American mm. guys who were just built for that stuff. Yeah. Um, Allegedly on steroids. Yeah. Well, <laughs> some, most of them probably are, yeah. like most of those sprinters yeah. like there's some. Oh, it's great. Like you look at like the body, the body on them though, like how how muscly and that's how powerful what, they, they are. just crazy. look insane. I'm like. The fact, like, you see guys that are just all muscle, and you go, okay, genetics. but sorry, yeah, good genetics, yeah, and there's there's that, yeah, and then there's people who look like they're chiseled out oh, of yeah. granite. And you're <laughs> yeah. just like, okay, okay. Yeah. all right, someone hasn't caught up with you yeah. yet. Someone, uh, it always makes me laugh. Like I remember years and years ago, there was this bloke. This is back in the nineties. This bloke from Sierra Leone, mm. he won a silver medal at the Olympics. And um, then they popped him for all these all sorts mm. of steroids. Yeah. And you just get the feeling he had no idea what the difference was. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, for him, <laughs> that was just, that's just what you do to go yeah. fast. So, yeah. like, it's, exactly. it's like he wasn't aware of any Olympic rules or anything. Yeah. It was just we really see, funny. Uh, I don't know if you've seen, I posted in the group the other day about all, have you seen all the stuff that's going around with all the steroids in jiu-jitsu at the moment? Yeah. yeah. Basically, guys are basically admitting just, that it's happening. Yeah. I mean, like, look at him like you can tell. Yeah, I know, yeah. but like, there's no, there's no pretense. It's like, no. oh, you did it on steroids, and he goes, oh, as if you're not doing it too. Yeah, you're on it as well. It's look not even you. like, it's not even like, oh, you're, I uh, mean, I'm not doing it, but you might be. Yeah. It's just like, well, you're doing it too. Yeah, it's, it's even. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, we're all doing it. Yeah. So, uh, what's fair, fair, fair? You know, uh, you know, jujitsu, the um, yeah. the gentle art, the yeah. one that's meant to be to help the little guy I become that, the big guy. That's what happens um, when money gets involved in sports. It's true. That's true, and so, especially when, like something like jujitsu isn't mainstream, really. Yeah. Like a bit, there's still a lot of sponsorship and yeah, money yeah. and stuff yeah. in it. But it's not what everyone's watching, so no, it's not it's not as regulated. Yeah, well, it's not the UFC, or it's not like Olympic wrestling. Or... But it kind of sucks because you see these guys who really are that high level, and you know they're yeah. never going to get to the UFC because they're going to get tested along the way. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and yeah, and they just end up at one championship. <laughs> <laughs> there so, is that. There yeah, is that. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, look, there's no. I got a mate of mine. Um, from Vanuatu, who's mm. obsessed with MMA stuff, yeah. like, and he's been like messages me all the mm. time about Bellator and stuff. Yeah, and, yeah, like so he obviously watches everything. Watches yeah. all the UFC, all yeah. the Bellator. I'm not sure if he's into the One FC that mm. much, but I'm. I'll be honest. I still, I'm still ninety percent UFC. Yeah, me and too. I might watch a <laughs> little bit of, if there's someone I have yeah, known and liked. Yeah, I'll only I'm watch it if it's like someone that I know, someone that's like high, high level that's coming through that I know like I used to watch a bit of Michael Chandler before he come to UFC and then um, it's looking for Michael, that high level isn't it yeah Michael Venom Page as well from there like and then Dylan Dennis when he was when he fought for a while um, yeah but other than that it's just UFC and like UFC is so much more accessible yeah 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 yeah. like it's, it's, on, like, isn't it? like it's on KO Sports it's on ESPN like it, it's easy to and access and it's, it's at every pub on the Sundays yeah. for the pay per view yeah. so yeah. like it's you don't have to go chasing nah, it no um, easy, easy to watch it's, and it's you know it's the prime it's the prime level like yeah well that's what yeah like this as much as other places want to claim it yeah like, it's the when they're getting when some of the well, not necessarily they're getting the guys at the end of their UFC run and then some yeah. of the young blokes are beating them yeah and that's their claim to fame that yeah. they're um, you know oh this bloke beat Machida. Yeah, Machida's at the end of his run. Yeah, same, like, like we just saw Uriah Hall in the UFC mm. clean up Anderson Silva, but yeah. that's not a fair fight back nah, in the prime. No, nah. 
even like that's what Izzy said as well. He goes like, I would have liked to fight him when he was back in his prime. But even like um, Rory McDonald went over to Bellator and like he um, he got pieced up by Gagard Musasi. Yeah, and that yeah, that's there are going to be some diamonds there. Though. That's, that's, only, that's the one. The one start he's the guy for. that like I wish didn't leave the UFC. Yeah, Gagard Musasi. But you go. What it always comes back to, oh, I'd like to see them fight the UFC champ. Yeah, I know. Do you know what I mean? That's what it always comes I, yeah, back to. Yeah, It'd be good to watch um, if they did a lot more cross-promotion stuff. It'd be cool. Yeah. It's insane. That's weird. Boxing got into trouble in the first place. Yeah, because they've got a, a, a belt for 400 different things. Well, there's that and there's, you know, three big organisations and a couple yeah. of secondary organisations yeah. that aren't meant to be that far no, behind. No. Like, if you had... I reckon, it, I reckon you could actually maintain a lot of divisions still in boxing. Yeah, yeah. But if you had one organisation... Yeah, if you for had, sure. If you had an organisation come out and be able to market themselves as yeah. the organisation, well, it'd, it'd do so much for boxing. Look at the money in boxing that there is compared to UFC. Like, you look at um, the guys that are top levels in, like, even what's... Um, like Canelo and stuff, they're on like two hundred million dollar contracts. Like, and you look at the top dudes in the UFC, like Conor McGregor being and Khabib being the two mm-hmm. outliers. But like, some the guys start on ten grand, ten grand. Like, and then the, the champs are like a hundred and a hundred. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's not it's, it's peanuts in yeah. comparison, isn't it? And yeah. realistically, I, I watch a bunch more UFC than yeah, I me do. too. And I mean, that might just be like an Australian thing. Well, because yeah. I think it is an Australian. I don't think it's just yeah. a people who train thing like because yeah. i know a bunch of people who have never done training in their life but they'd mm. rather watch the ufc over yeah. boxing like yeah. and I, I actually love boxing i started yeah, so in boxing. I. I, lo- I love watching boxing too like it's um it's like it's a purest fighting thing to watch like but um it, like mma is just so there's so many different aspects to it so it's more exciting you more knockouts more violence yeah people yeah love that, i think there's you're right, and as you said, there's different aspects to be aware mm-hmm. of. And if you are aware, this is what I've, I've said to a couple of people. I said, mm-hmm. go and train. I've got a mate of mine that um, I've got a mate of mine that goes and that loves the UFC. Yeah. And he was talking about he was talking about um, starting training. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, go for it. He's like, I'm too old for. It. I'm like, you're never too old no. for it, mate. I said that to my dad. Like he's younger than me, um, and I'm going, you're never too old for it. Like you go and going to the, a gym do two years and mm. like train properly and you'll, you'll rank up to a blue and like and even if yeah. you don't it doesn't no, matter like it's still good but the amount of difference when you watch a UFC fight when it hits mm. the ground you oh, start yeah. noticing so much more stuff that's going oh, on for sure like yeah, there's, yeah once you do Jiu Jitsu and do and do the sport you just you notice everything yeah and I reckon there's, there's an, you know another level on top of that if you do a bit of kickboxing or yeah. if you do a bit of yeah. MMA together yeah, yeah. like it just it makes it so much more interesting yeah. knowing the tactics that's on, yeah. actually going into it. Like, yeah, in saying that, every every man and his dog thinks, thinks they can fight. fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they just, oh, you should have done that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, I, the catch, the there, catch there, There's levels to all this stuff, yeah. mate. I, like whenever I jump in in one aspect of jujitsu and I'm just getting destroyed yeah. by someone, like yeah. I go, oh, okay, I, this hmm. I'll, I'll, I know my place at the moment. Yeah, I'm no, just I, keep trying yeah. to get better. I, like. Like I'd love to have a amateur MMA fight, but like it's like I've done no striking, so like it's like it's a long it's a long road. It is. That's but, it. Like yeah. you go, if I can get to this this to the ground, I'm, yeah, I'm I might sweet. I might be alright. Yeah. But yeah, uh, if I can't, yeah, and I'm, I'm in trouble. <laughs> getting towed up on the feet. Yeah. That's uh, it's dangerous. Yeah, and never know what the other person. Because like, if someone yeah. else is keen enough, mate, the balls you've got to have to mm. get in and actually do an MMA fight. Well, that's like I. 
Jamie doesn't like even like me doing like MMA like styles of training because she knows how competitive I am. As well, like as like as soon as I started doing jiu-jitsu, I was like, yeah, I want to compete. Like it's like I just love it. And then she's like, no, because like I know if you go start doing kickboxing and then you start getting confident and then you want to have a fight. And... Yeah, I look. I I boxed for I don't know. Started at eighteen and went till I was about twenty three. So about mm. five years. Yeah, like, like just training just and sparring. Stuff, yeah. And, yeah. It's cool fun. It is, hmm. it is, but I don't miss getting punched getting in the head. Punched <laughs> in the head. Day up. Like yeah, we'd only spar we'd yeah. spar twice a week yeah. and the rest would be, you know, pad work and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah. So it was good fun. Like I loved sparring when I was a young bloke. Yeah. But once you're a bit older you realise that well, it's I, detrimental. I already don't have the chin that I used to have. Yeah. Like I've copped a couple of like shots that I would have walked through back in the yeah, day and you go, yeah. oh, yeah. okay, your bell oh, bit, yeah. just uh, keep that guard yeah. up a bit higher and a bit, bit stronger yeah. and yeah, I know try and get it to the ground. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's such good fun. But yeah, on boxing, so a um, couple of couple of boxers at the moment, like Tim Zoo, mm. like uh, I've been loving watching him. It's like, he's it's, a weapon, it eh? takes me back in time. I know. Like, the amount that he fights oh. like his dad. Yeah, like that, Je- do you watch the Jeff Horn fight? I did, I did. He, just, he beat the brakes off him. Like, and that, like, it just shows you, like, how, like, everyone, how much everyone, like, frothed over Horn when he fought, when he beat Pacquiao and yada yada, and then he comes in and just does what he does. You just, like, there's levels. Like, yep. it just shows you, like, someone that's been training for that long, like, and it just, it just didn't seem like the Horn was into it. Like, he's, like, he didn't want to be there. But, I mean, there's, I reckon there's part of that, and then there's part of who he's fighting, because oh, Tim yeah. Zoo's done that to everyone. Yeah, no, like, just yeah. oh sorry, not everyone, but he's looked Most, very good yeah. along the way, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's. I don't think he's got quite the hands of his dad, like the no, cement the, hands. Yeah, but the, he doesn't have the power eyes. Well, but had, but like, it's not bad. It's, it's not. He's not far off. It's not bad. <laughs> yeah. It's not bad. He looks like like he's come out going. I'm 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 not the son. I'm yeah. I'm, and I'm like yes, you are. Yeah. But you fight a very, lot like your dad. Yeah. <laughs> very impressive. You fight a lot like him. Yeah. So like I'm really enjoying. He's got a mm. fight coming up. Um, oh, it's actually pissing me off because mm. it's fighting on and I'm like, don't get me wrong I'm looking forward to this yeah. fight too but the Mark Hunt Paul Gallen match yeah, be like, interesting. it's a it's a bit of a sideshow which mm. um, boxing has been in Australia for a long time yeah. like yeah. people get more interested when footballers pull on yeah well I watched who fought someone fought someone fought might have been Gallen and someone or they had a fight and then literally you seen the crowd like leave and then the main card was on and there was like Half the people in the crowd. That's and it always annoys me because like that's exactly what like I'll sit and watch an un, like the undercard yeah, when one it. of those guys is the main event and they get yeah. a proper boxing and you go this is this is good, good level boxing, I'm yeah. really enjoying this yeah. this is great yeah and then and then the main the guys come out and they look sloppy and they yeah. they just look they look terrible it's they, just a disrespect to the sport I, sometimes I'll be honest because. I go, man, I move better than these guys. Yeah, I know, and, yeah. And, like, it annoys me. Yeah, they, oh, don't get me wrong, some of the sides of the yeah, they just rag on yeah. <laughs> But, like, I get really annoyed. And then that this is, and this time, look, I don't, I reckon Hunt's going to knock going out. I, yeah, I don't know and what would, you think about I'll, that. I listened to a podcast today actually with um, Ty Tilvasa and Tyson Pedro. And, um, like, uh, it's called the Halfcast Podcast. And um, they were talking about that. And, like, Ty Tilvasa is. Um, Mark Hunt's trainer partner as well. Sure. And they was saying like, everyone's like writing Hunt off. Like you think that he's like he's like a K one kickboxing champion. 
Like and it's not, not like he's he, a smart boxer. Like he's a weapon. And it's not like he's ever had. It's like you know, a lot of blokes they get old mm. and um, they don't move as well. It's not. Yeah. It's not like his style was ever based on a lot of movement. No. It's on that freaking crazy yeah. power and yeah. that one punch knockout. And I haven't seen anything from Gallon that showed me that his no. defense like is he can box, that but good. Like, it's, He's going to get hit, yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I watched Junior Paulo put a couple on his chin and have a decent fight with him. Yeah. Like, and it's, this is, yeah, it's Mark Hunt. Like, I know he's a UFC mixed martial artist, but I, he's, wasn't, he's never been throwing a lot of kicks. No. He's never been doing takedowns. No. He, he throws hands. Yeah. That's what he yeah. does. So, I reckon he wins this. Um, I reckon he knocks him out. Yeah, so do I. So, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that. But that's... I mean, at least it's the undercard. Yeah. But people are talking about that and not Tim Zoo, yeah, who is a yeah. legit world title I prospect. Know. Yeah. And I, I I get annoyed as a boxing fan. Yeah. And but that's I, just I, I it just makes shows the sideshow that it kinda yeah. is. Yeah. What did you think of um Tyson and um Jones? I loved it, but I loved it for what it was. Yeah. Like, it was a lot better I actually it was a lot better than I thought. Yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting because I actually reckon like I think Tyson I mean they declared Tyson it. A, they declared it a draw, but that was that was going to be a draw no matter what happened in yeah. that fight. So they declared it a draw, and Tyson clearly won. But I reckon if you would put that in more of a standard size ring, I reckon Jones has a lot better shot because his yeah, movement his wasn't movement was his movement good, yeah. wasn't bad. He yeah. still had that kind of throwaway jab yeah. and move. But the problem yeah. is, he do that and he was in a corner, and Tyson yeah, could just like walk forward on him. So, it's it's hard because like there's been so much like back and forth where or not they were gonna knock each other they're actually gonna hit each other in the head and mm. take it serious. Like I think um you see how much body work Tyson put in. And, he was coming for him though, he was looking yeah. for it. He, but he was looking to soften him up with the body, I yeah. reckon. And but he reckon never really it, got a shot yeah. on the head. I reckon if it was like not so much an exhibition fight and it was a proper fight. Yeah, I reckon, okay. I reckon, reckon, I reckon he would bit more headhunting. He would have been headhunting for sure. Yeah, yeah. okay, okay. Like, but even at the end, like when the um, the commentary come back at the end, they're like, oh, so what do you think? Like, Mike, do you are you happy with the draw? He's like, yeah, well, what it is, what it is, whatever. And then Roy Jones is like, oh no, nah, like I'm not happy with that. And then like. He kind of took a step back and was like, "Oh yeah, I suppose it's all right." Like, yeah. <laughs> Maybe have a think yeah. about what, what, how the actual fight went. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. He's like, "Yeah, I suppose I'll take a draw." That's yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what I really enjoyed about that fight, like, was the fact that their styles are still the same as they were from back oh, in the day. It, like, they much weren't it, as quick, but that bobbing and weaving that Tyson yeah. does and the movement that Jones does, and I was like, "Oh, I was like right back," and yeah. I knew it wasn't the same. Like, it no, was what it was. Yeah. It was too. 50 plus yeah but still like men, look but, at I mean obviously there's a few enhancements in there but like you see how good Tyson looks like and yeah. how, and how good his hands he's like what 53 54 and you know he murders 90% of the population oh, like there's you, only you a still, very would not handful want... of people that are like in their prime in boxing that are handling yeah like he was yeah, by far one of the scariest boxes out there oh yeah even now like you'd, uh, you still wouldn't want to get hit by him like some of the training videos that he posted and stuff you're like Jesus Christ man. that was a funny night that, that night because they had the um, they dragged it they dragged it out for ages well they had a stack of undercards that they really didn't need to have I oh, know and then they had uh, that Jake Paul guy versus the <laughs> NBA player <laughs> he smoked him eh he, well he did but it made me laugh because I was like this guy doesn't know how to like expect if he's going to have a fight apparently old mate had done like zero sparring 
it was, was clear. Just all pad work, and he was just like charging forward. I'm like, he's gonna get knocked out soon. Do you remember? Uh, I was, I think I was saying this in one of our group chats. Mm. Do you remember Mortal Kombat? The, one of, one yeah. of those, they had the run button that would just yeah, like charge yeah, across yeah, yeah. to start fighting. Yeah. I swear he had that. I know. Like he wasn't working, cutting yeah. off distance, just <laughs> charging across, and then um, Jake Paul would just like throw one and was, put it was, on the floor. I was listening to, I listened to a few MMA podcasts and like, and all that, and um. They were talking. They were breaking down that fight, and he's like, "You can tell that Jake boxes because that check right hook is like something that is muscle memory. Like when you lean back and throw that check hook, it's not something that you just learn within a couple of sparring sessions. You can tell that he's been training, yeah, yeah. for a few years. Like, and he's his second fight now, and yeah. like, I, so I, I'm pretty impressed with him and Logan as well. Like his yeah. old brother, like they're, I mean, they're both YouTubers, but like. They were saying like they've both got like hundreds of million dollars in the bank, like they're rich as hell, and they still and they still get go in. Yeah, like you got to respect that. And like, sure. as you said, they're taking it seriously, and they're mm. actually they might not be the best, but they're not a sideshow no, either. Like, they're good boxers. The only problem that comes with a name yeah. is like when you're a big famous guy, yeah. if you decide you're going to fight someone, yeah, everyone's going to want to watch yeah. that. Yeah. Everyone's going to want to watch that and they're going to want to criticize, say, yeah. oh, this is a joke, yeah. but they'll still watch. Yeah. That's like, what, what we're saying, though. Like, anyone who steps in the ring and has a fight is, like, super respect. Can you imagine if Jake Paul goes, look, I want to fight, but I don't want any fanfare. I'm just going to have an amateur fight on, mm. on the local scene. Yeah. Everyone's still going to turn up. Yeah, I know. It'd still be massive. You know? Yeah. So he has no choice nah, on how be, big yeah. that fight's yeah. going to be. And it has to be huge. So you've got to give him credit, but then. But then again, we talk levels. He goes and calls out Conor McGregor yeah, after and, it. And oh, he called it Dylan, Dylan Dennis as well. I think like DC made a, a tweet about it. And he's like, I think he beats Dylan Dennis, but then he gets murdered by Conor, obviously. But you seem like Conor held his own for a little bit against Floyd. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's levels to that as well. But oh. there's no, he's not beating Conor McGregor. Anymore. No, not in Dylan Dennis, maybe. But like, in any striking match, he's not beating Conor. Yeah. But um, uh, Dylan Dennis is like, I don't know what. I don't. I've never watched. Yeah, him fight him. He's, no, he's, I know like, he's, he's a jiu-jitsu guy, but yeah, he um the first fight he had in Bellator, he like Roland um foot uh Roland toehold inside toehold um this dude. So like okay. it was like a minute. Yeah, right. Striking, striking, as setting strikes up to take him down. Then it was like Roland um leg in leg leg entry into a yeah okay. Block. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and that's that's his go, obviously. Yeah. But he's not a boxer. He's no, not. A... And then he did his ACL or something, and then okay. like yeah, right. that shit. But yeah, like he's a good jiu-jitsu guy. But like same thing, like he um, he's been beaten by Gordon Ryan and stuff. So yeah, but I mean that's yeah, like if, he, if he's been doing it long enough, you could say maybe that is a well, an like, interesting fight against um. I mean, Jake. it's two, two shit talkers oh, that just give him a go. Let yeah, him, let him throw. Let him let bang, him, yeah. That's always good when that happens because yeah. you actually. How good shit talk. Well, that was like uh, like Logan Paul and KSI. Like they're both YouTubers that just yeah. went at it. Like, that was funny. But yeah, yeah it's a big respect to anyone who who fights, especially boxing. Boxing solely getting punched in the head. That's it. Like I'd much, I'd honestly much rather do an MMA fight than a boxing fight. I think because like, I mean, I've got the jiu-jitsu background, but like, someone from a distance control, you got kicking, and but that works in the opposite way as well. Yeah. Get someone murder your legs and kick you in the face. That's it. Well, yeah. mate, it turns out this first episode is a. Uh, very much a, a, you know, a combat sports yeah. type podcast. It might, pro- I get a feeling it'll, it'll take that track a lot as we yeah, go along. Yeah. But uh, it's kind of what we, what we do, mm. and uh, so yeah, we'll keep rolling with that. But yeah, happy to talk about anything. But that's mate, we've 
been ticking up to about an hour now. Nice, yeah. So we will call, I think we might call that a yeah, day for good. our first one, yeah, and yeah. we'll come back again and do another one soon. For sure. That was good. Cool. All right. Thanks, thanks guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Brent. See you later. See you guys. Bye-bye.